Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Shack. In Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey <laughs> No Chill Prano. Dude, I mean already. I mean, first of all, we just did the pre-show, but even this like you couldn't even you couldn't even work up the energy to do an intro. You gave up halfway through the intro, you're like live from the Smut Shack in Venice Beach, California. You're taking taking Tiger finishing fifth pretty hard, huh? <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm wearing the L chain. Because Xavier just took a massive L, and it's really fucking disappointing. I was saying uh, before, I I truly feel like Xavier is the only team that you're a fan of. Like this is the only time I've ever seen you take it a loss bad at all. Even when you were like pulling for teams for like whatever reasons, you never cared win or lose, and now you're just like, no, you've never. You came down to the you came down to let me in. Like, like somebody, like somebody is forcing you to walk down the stairs. You're like, oh, hi, yeah, my lock's broken. I don't know. Maybe we just shouldn't go in. I was like, yeah, just come around to the garage. You're like, all right, well, could rain. Sure, you want to do this? Like you're fucking moping today, bro. This is Xavier L. Don't hurt your back wearing that fucking L chain. Put it up on the on the couch if you want. Just hold it the whole time. I just, I just don't. This is how this game ended. Like I said before, I didn't. Even though they were one seed, I picked them. I was being a homer. I didn't necessarily expect, especially in the tournament, we all see anything can happen. Them to make the final four. All I wanted, just one game in L.A. Thursday, Sweet Sixteen. That's all I wanted. They win that game. I get to see them at least one game. That would have been really cool for me. But no, bad coaching. Are you? You'd rather them lose in the Sweet Sixteen while you were there? Yeah, I'd rather see it. Per- take that L in person. Personally, I'd, I'd rather. I'd like to be a part of it. You know, but they lose. They blow a, a lead against a team they're better than. You know, miss free. To me, I blame a lot on the missed free throws. All these games. That's how Cincinnati lost today. That's how uh, Michigan won. That guy missed two free throws at the end. Michigan yeah. hits that three. He makes those free throws. That's not even a factor. All these games, so many of them miss free throws. And by the way, you haven't seen me when I get pissed at the Reds, though. They've just sucked the last few years. When, when they blew it. I mean, you said the 1995. So you're how old right now? 36. That's that's 13. So you were last time. Last time you had a playoff Reds team, you're. 23 years old. Well, no, they had a couple playoff runs recently. Right. They just never won a series. Yeah. But they were up 2-0 in 2012 going back to Cincinnati for all three home games against the Giants. When the Giants won yep, yep. the World Series. That was one that killed me fucking too. I was so like, dude, that's why I have such a hatred for Dusty Baker because some of the moves he made uh, in that series but, yes, I mean, Cincinnati, look, I'm not on the Bengals anymore, so it's down to Xavier and the Reds, and the Reds have sucked. So, yeah, Xavier just, man, year after year, fuck me, dude. Killing me. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And they were one seed, your first ever one seed? First ever one seed, first ever. You put any of it on your coach? Yeah, I do. Honestly, uh, you know, obviously I've been critical of, of college basketball the last few years. I think it's slob, but I, I think I think a lot of these losses have been on coaches. Like I don't understand some of the decisions that that happened down the stretch between guys taking timeouts into the offseason, guys not fouling when when you know they have a foul to give. Like what I, I just don't understand the strategy of a lot of it. And I think you know, going back to what we were talking about when we were talking about the NCAA, like, violation thing is, like, I think a lot of these guys are just recruiters. Like, I think the in-game coaching for a lot of these guys is just not up to par. And you look at, uh, like, a team like Syracuse, like, Jim Beheim is a good coach. He makes that foul when you have a foul to give call. And year in and year out, you know, they do better than they should. You know, this is the second time in three years people are going, they shouldn't be in the tournament at all. They're going to Sweet 16 again. And I think that's just coaching. I think it's I think it's almost coaching more than anything. Well, he's the only one. Yeah, he was brilliant today. He was the only one. They're down, they're down by, I'm sorry, they're up by three with under 30 seconds. And the announcer even said, they go, Bayheim will keep fouling them, saying, you guys keep making your free throws. We'll make ours right back. You know, lengthen the game a little. Yeah, but it'll get to the point like it did at the end. Beham was basically saying to the end of that game, "Okay, if they hit an eighty-foot shot and we lose, so be it. Right, I'll take my chances." And that's what happened. But but I think they just don't know. Like like at the Xavier game tonight, Xavier was down by one. Forest State hit the ball with thirty-eight seconds, I believe. So you're just saying, okay, play it out. It's a thirty-second shot clock. Play it out. Xavier plays defense and then they foul like with 17 or 21 seconds. Which is the worst when it's like, if you're going to foul, foul. If you're not going to foul, don't foul. Yeah. Don't don't split the difference. I, I just, I don't know. And I think it is true. I think a lot of them are just recruiters. Like take John Calipari. I don't know. We've all seen them play for years. If you ask me right now, John Calipari, an in, good in-game coach, I wouldn't have an answer. Yeah, I, I know would. he's the best recruiter in basketball, and, and I know, and I know that the years they've won, they've had like when's the last time they won? Was like five years ago, right? Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's Anthony Davis. Like he, when he's won, he's had the best players, like yeah. far and away, you know. And again, you go, but you, you look at a guy like now. Granted, uh, Duke's a two seed. Or whatever, but you go when you watch Duke, you're like, Shashevsky's not going to get out coached. Yeah, you know, and they've got good players. That, I mean, that's why I looked at this tournament and I was just like, hmm, I don't know a lot about any of these teams, but no one has had the team this year like when Calipari had uh, Anthony Davis, where they're like, dude, these guys, are, this is like the fucking best team. There's going to be no stopping them. This is a run of final. I go, I'm just going to take a, a two seed. With a coach that I know is not going to, you know, fuck it up, I'll take them to win it all. Yeah. Who was on that team, Trevor? I, uh, you, it was 2012. Yeah. It two- was uh, Anthony Davis. I think I think you got to get a little more into the mic. Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, because I think uh, I, I'm. They had so many NBA players. Yeah, that's the year they had like four guys on the first round or whatever. Yeah, right? I forget. Well, as he looks that up. Anthony um, Davis, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist. Um, those are two. Was Gilchrist the top ten pick? I assume. Yeah. 
they were stacked. Is the point? It yeah. was kind of the, just those two that were the main ones. Were the Harrison twins on that? No, mm. they weren't. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I I don't know. I mean, all these games come down to the end. I mean, there's been some insane, insane games down to the end, which has been fun. But even like I, I you know, even the games that work out a certain way, like the the Loyola game. Like, why is the strategy at the end of the... Like, I understand put the ball in your best player's hands, but why is it put the ball in your best player's hands and just, like, let him go? Like, we're not going to have any strategy whatsoever. We're not going to set a pick for the guy. We're not going to whatever... Like, the end of the Cincinnati game, it, it, it it looked like the old fucking... You remember the old highlight you used to see of Shaq where he was, like, sliding down the the court, like, trying to hit the ball back in play? Like, this guy's dribbling out of control... Gets away, <laughs> kicks the ball, dies for like I was like, this is your play. Yeah. Now, granted, they didn't have a timeout, but how many games have we watched at the end here? Like, uh, who who is it that got two threes for the win? Was it uh Florida? Yeah, Florida, the Florida game. They had, they had a timeout, and people were like, whoa, we got two looks at three. I go, yeah, you t- you got two scrambled looks at three. Like, how about having a play? Like you got to have one play in your bag, right? Yeah. How many in in the course of a of a tournament like this? How many games do you think? Uh, now, when you when you watch a first round and a second round, it's like oh, every game comes down to the last second shot. But really, on a team by team basis, running the tournament, you might have one of those games. You might have two of those games. You're not having four of those games yourself. It's like have a fucking play. Have a have a play. Be like, okay, we're not going to use it this one. We'll use it next round. But, like, have a play. And, have a, and I just don't understand it, a lot of it. I don't I don't know what goes on, necessarily. I mean, I've enjoyed this tournament. I've, I mean, the upsets. You know, we were talking about before the show. Look at, look at Kentucky's path. Yeah. Look at this path. They beat a 12-seed Davidson. Then they beat a 13-seed Buffalo. Now they get a 9-seed Kansas State. And if they win that, they play a winner of 11 seed Loyola Chicago against the seven seed Nevada. So Kentucky could could hypothetically not have to be the team higher than a seven seed to make it all. I mean, they're a five seed, four. so it's not not be a team higher than them. That's yeah. like that's that's amazing. It's like unheard of. Yeah, yeah, that South is out of control. I mean, that game. I I still, you know, I watch the and then you look at uh, so. Can, who did Kentucky play in the second round? Buffalo. Buffalo. Beat the shit out of Arizona. Beat the shit out of Arizona. And then Kentucky beat the shit out of Buffalo. Yeah. Like, you're talking about the 4-5 in that bracket. Like, I, honestly, on a game-by-game basis, it's not the way it works. But that's a 40-point difference between what Kentucky did to Buffalo, what Buffalo did to Arizona. Yeah. Like, that. the, the South is off the rails. And and I think people are forgetting Virginia didn't lose a close game. Like I was watching that whole game in Vegas. Virginia got fucking spanked. They got spanked by a 16 seed. Yeah. I mean they were down that entire game. That second half, they were down by basically 10 points or more for the majority of that half. They got spanked. And 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 you know, that's the thing about the I mean that's insane. The but, tournament is, you know, People go like anybody can win, but the truth is anybody can win a round. A anybody game. can win two rounds. Like 
you know, everybody was on the retrievers. Like it was a fun story. The first 16 team, but like I would bet anything that they were going to lose today. You see there, is anyone following their Twitter? Yeah. Their Twitter. That guy's amazing. Whoever's running that. I tweeted the other day. I was like, live look at the guy running UMBC's Twitter and just had a fucking diehard shooting the, the machine gun gif. Like, that guy was going crazy. Nuts. He, he's tweeting about like, <laughs> sounds like we're getting more cookies in the media room. This is the greatest thing that ever happened. That's after they won. <laughs> like, he was awesome. And he was taking shots at people. He was taking shots at Seth Davis. It was pretty surreal to be in a, in a giant Vegas ballroom watching it. Because I don't think anybody had money on it because those degenerate gamblers, no one saw this coming. Nobody right. saw this coming. But the whole energy, people were standing, clapping. You know, it's like- it, was a, it was a 40 to 1. They were, they were 40 to 1 to win that game. Just straight up money line. 4,000 to 1. Oh, so like 4,000, you know, the money line was plus 4,000. So that would have been a good game to put 10 bucks on. Yeah. Nobody saw that though. No. I I did place a bet, a sixteen to one bet for CT. Yeah, on he, he took Penn. I think it was a ten dollar bet. Yeah, against Kansas. That was it, a close game. It was close for a while, but what's funny is he just picked the wrong game. Imagine if he would have picked the uh, right, you know, the the UVA game. That's got to be so embarrassing for those players. Yeah, I mean it's never happened before, and I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. And the you know, the the fifteen two game that obviously my boy CJ beat Duke, like that was a that was CJ versus Duke. You know what I mean? Like that was one guy having a crazy performance, Duke playing that. This was just straight up I mean, first of all, they got spanked. And second of all, it was just like a it was like a straight up team. Like I I, I can't name one single guy on UMBC right now. No. I can't name one player. You know, it wasn't like oh, some some kid who was supposed to go to Maryland, but fucking, you know, beat up a guy in a bar fight and is going to be a top ten pick is at UMBC. Like straight up, a community college beat Virginia. Like the the fucking, not just the number one seed, the number one overall, the seed, overall like fucking commuter school, number one overall seed from the ACC. Yeah. Not to Their mention, fucking mascot is a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Like, that ain't even fucking... It's not a golden retriever. No. It's just a retriever. It's just a dog. They're just called retrievers. We're not talking about, you know, there's a lot... You, whenever you look around the tournament, it's like, oh, there's a lot of cats, there's a lot of dogs, there's huskies, there's wildcats. Yeah. No, this is a straight-up fucking dog. It's just this a retriever. Is like, this is, a, this is a, a, like a fucking... A dog you could own. Yeah. yeah. House pet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was saying. I was watching. It's the not game. a bulldog. No, I was watching the game today, and they were a little. They, I felt like the moment was a little big for them after they won the first game. They were playing a little erratic. I was like, "Yo, somebody needs to get call a timeout and be like, sit, stay, lay down. <laughs> like, y'all need to relax." You know, who I was thinking of though. Well, first of all, no one knew. No one knew what UMBC stood for. I surprisingly did. Because I think Xavier might have played them a few years ago. Nobody knew it stood for University of Maryland, Baltimore County. But this kept making me think, and I'm, I don't know if he tweeted, and I bet he did if we pull it up. Ray Lewis had to have some sort of say in this going yeah. on. Right? University of Maryland, Baltimore County? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He yeah. had to have said something. Yeah, well, he did cut the Achilles tendon of the sixth man on Virginia. So that was how, that's how they got that. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Fun tournament, though. We got to talk about Sister Jean. Yeah. 
I made a couple Sister Jean jokes, and I mean the religious folk were of course mad at me. I did too. It's uh, like, are we not? We're not allowed to make fun of ninety-eight-year-old nuns anymore. Like, I don't think she saw it. Yeah. She's gonna send me send me a letter. I'm just gonna say it. Does Sister Jean have herpes? What's that thing below her lip? <laughs> no, dude. When you're ninety-eight, like you, shit just starts falling off your face. You just get herpes. Yeah. I think no. You just get you just get red. You just get fucking sores. I think Sister Jean has herpes. This is my conspiracy. <laughs> Pull up a picture of Sister Jean, everybody. Listen to this. Sister Jean has a massive, massive, massive cold sore underneath her lip. I'm telling you, Trevor, does it not look like herpes? <laughs> There's something there. I mean, first of all, I mean, like I, I, I want to be clear because I already made some Sister Jean jokes. You can have a cold sore, like... Doesn't mean she fucking blew a priest. You know what I mean? Like she she could have been who, born with. Who like, says she didn't? She didn't go out, go down another nun. Why are yeah. you assuming that she's straight? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> who says? Especially she ninety eight years ago. She's in fact she's probably a lesbian. Like seventy years ago, they're probably like you're a lesbian. You definitely. Yeah. Down. I'm just saying, Sister Jean has herpes. <laughs> we're gonna title this episode. No, we're not. No, Sister we're not. Jean. Has I already made two. And I, we're not. We're not titling it that. That's for sure. Really, we can't title it. Sister Jean has herpes. I, I, Trevor I, is one hundred percent in I, on this. I refuse. I, I see him nodding his head over there. By the way, I sent a I sent a gif last night of a retriever fucking an old lady, and people were like coming at me about. It. I was like, if they somehow play for a shot to go to the final four, I need Sister Jean wrestling a retriever pregame. But I draw the line at titling it a ninety-eight-year-old. What if Sister herpes. Jean got herpes from jacking off a retriever? I'm just saying, I I ran I mean, into that's a that's a a more suitable title if you ask me. Sister Jean sister- jacks off retrievers. <laughs> Man, the only way to get me out of my funk is to make nun jokes, and I'll tell you what, I feel better already. Not just nun jokes, but nun giving fucking dogs hand jobs jokes. That's right, Trevor. So let's go through some of the. Well, who else is still? What's the rest of Sweet Sixteen looking like? All right, so I can start from the south and work my way down. Yeah, fucking dirty south. We got. Like I said, K-State is going to play Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Loyola Chicago, who we all love, is going to play Nevada after they came. They were down 22 points, came back to beat Cincinnati. Yep. So that's the south in the, the west. And here's your loss. God. Florida out here, State. Out here in L.A., Florida State will play Gonzaga. Michigan. Uh, Gonzaga. Con- congrats to Shabelli. Shabelli came at me, by the way, for not knowing how to pronounce Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Gonzaga, Gon- not, not don't care. Yeah, not not gonna win the national championship. That's for sure. Well, their bracket's interesting now too. Michigan plays A and M, who beat the shit out of yep. Carolina today. So that's all out here in L A. Moving on the East, Nova, who is just dominating teams, yep. gets to play uh, West Virginia, who beat the shit out of Marshall. Yeah, poor. I, I wish I'd known. By the way, I completely forgot about it. this. Is how I had a college basketball. I wish I'd known. Uh, Dan D'Antoni was coaching Marshall. I would have been. I'd have been on that fucking game. I'm sad. I'm sad. I once I found that out. Once I remembered that, I was like, oh, I would love to see Marshall make a run. Of course, right after that, they lose. Oh, it's, it's uh, by the desk. Um, Purdue on the ground. Oh, you need the actual cord. I think there's one over here. This is this is great for the show. Uh, Purdue is going to play Texas Tech. That's a two-three game. Uh, did you watch the Purdue game at all today? I did not. Purdue, I the slept. Purdue game it was a good game. It was a good game, but 
but it was a bad shot bonanza. It was literally like who can take worse shots and then who's going to miss them. I was watching that game. I had Butler going to the, I think I had Butler going to like the elite eight or something like that. And I'm watching and Butler's playing defense and forcing these horrible shots and Purdue's just making them, which like I'm watching that game and I'm going like, I, I mean, if you're coaching and again, I have an issue with the, the way that these games have coached. Or if you're coaching them, are you just going, yeah, I guess just keep making them? Like it was both of those teams, I, it was like no one knew what they were doing. Well, I don't see anybody, again, things can change. I don't see anybody beating Nova out of that. Right. Nova just, so the, Nova has legit NBA players. So it's Nova. Uh, so who's Nova got next? They have West Virginia, which will be a right. fun game. Nova, West Virginia, fun Purdue, high game. and Texas Tech. Right. Got it. So that one's pretty normal. Of yep. the of the four teams, you have a one. A one, two, three, five. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's normal. Then we move down to the Midwest where Kansas will play Clemson. Clemson beat the shit out of Auburn today. Yep. And then Syracuse plays Duke, which will be a fun matchup between, uh, obviously, Coach K and Coach Beheim. Yeah, a little Syracuse-Duke. Now, was it, uh, was it especially upsetting to you that – the team that you said didn't belong beat the team that you had winning at all? No. It was a good game. I enjoyed that game. You were more you were more focused on the Xavier game later on. Yeah. And I and you know what? I was so focused. I didn't move my couch the whole game because they were winning. I didn't move it to where it is now. And now maybe I should have moved it. I was going through I was going through all that fucking Wait, wait. What so your couch was at the uh, your couch was at the foot of your bed. Yeah. In front of the TV. And I sat on it the whole game, and you know I I get I get like that. You get all fucking weird. Yeah, like you're gonna jinx your team. Superstitious for sure. Superstitious, yeah. And then it didn't fucking matter, man. You're right. I, you're I, right. It absolutely did not matter. <laughs> your couch movement person. And also, you were gonna move your couch to not. And then where were you gonna watch a game from your bed, or just I, sit on the fucking ottoman? I was, right I was in gonna front of stand. The- I stand a lot during games. I can't. I can't sit still. It's tough for me. So I was standing a lot today. I was saying, uh, did I say this in the pre-show? I did, cause I, or did I talk about? It? I blame Bill Murray. I blame him for not being there. I didn't. Well, I, I, I don't know if he was there. He was, I told you he was at the game Friday. But I, whenever he's there, they show him like every fucking other goddamn timeout because he's Bill Murray. Unless he asked somebody not to show him. I think Bill Murray was there. Okay. I would like to we'll know. Have to find out. Was Bill Murray there and they didn't show him? I feel like I feel like they make a decision. You know, their first game was against Texas Southern. No one cares about the game. It's right. a blowout. They're going to say, "Okay, we're going to cut the Bill Murray because it's going to make maybe people continue to watch." But this. last year, would they go to the Elite Eight last year? Yeah, yeah. Last year, I felt like I, he was at every. I, game. I thought he was coaching. Yeah, I actually think Bill Murray could have done a better job the last minute coaching <laughs> yeah. than what Chris Mack did. I just don't understand that strategy. It just sucks too, man. Not to go back to that game. You know, Xavier's best player that game and. The previous game, J.P. Makura, it just sucks for a guy to get foul out with three minutes to go on a charge call. It's just, ah. I didn't see it. I think a lot of the officials in general have been questionable. I feel like there's been way too many foul calls. these games. These games, like. They call a lot of fouls. There was, didn't I read in some, the last minute of one of the games took 18 minutes to play? They're like, and every time they go to the fucking booth. Every time they review a call, they're like, well, this will be pretty quick. That's clearly off fucking... And they'll come back 
10 minutes later, they'll have it wrong. Like, dude, yeah. The, the, uh, yeah, just let these guys play. Let them play. That was interesting from Vegas' standpoint. Because, you know, so many people, so, so many guys I was with were betting, you know, the points. Right. First half, second half. And they knew. They go, these refs are fucking whistle happy. So a lot of these games, you're like, there's no way you're going to cover. They hit the points. But they just won't stop blowing the whistle. And yeah. there's so many foul shots. Uh, one of the games, what was it, the Kansas uh, Seton Hall game? Yeah, yesterday. And they scored in the last, like, 90 seconds. There was, like, 40 points scored. Yeah, everybody covered. Yeah, if you if you took points there, I didn't gamble that much actually. What what was your biggest bet? I didn't. Out? I didn't bet much at all. Twenty five bucks on. I was so baked. I was so stoned. I slept so much these last few days. Yeah, every time you guys would post on Instagram, you were in the hotel. It would be like eleven a.m. Then it'd be like ten p.m. I'm like, when were you guys in the room? I was big. I was really. How big. was it? How was it being in Vegas with Maddie? It was good. He, he, he loves my buddy Jesse, who sets it up, and uh, those guys like completely bonded. And Jesse was like, one night Maddie won a bunch of money for him and Jesse. Jesse's like, here's some money. Let's 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 fuck around with this. And uh, those guys know their shit. Like those guys are gamblers. So they were they were they were doing they were doing some betting and Maddie came ahead actually. It's the first time he said this. It's the first time he's ever left Vegas with more money than he walked in with, ever. Really? Yeah. How and much? Ma- how much did he make? I bet. Uh, I don't know. He probably made a few hundred bucks. He was actually putting money down though. Yeah, I like, saw this that. Was, he, this I wasn't saw like the, I saw like an eighty dollar bet. I'm like, geez, Maddie, that's a uh, he was that's a lot of dogs. You got to fucking babysit. <laughs> he was putting down. Next time you go to Devonport, he's gonna have fifty dollars there if he loses his bet. <laughs> he was putting down fifty bucks. I felt like a bet. Like he wasn't he wasn't pussyfooting around anymore. Got that path money. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, those guys like bonded. In fact, I was so baked one night. Maddie apparently was winning all this money at the craps table, which was apparently hilarious uh, for my buddy. And he's like, yeah. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes (laughs) and shirt and pants. (laughs) You would have lost it, though, Prano, for a couple reasons. This This is something we can all agree on. The amount of cheddar dicks wearing dilly, dilly shirts or in the ballroom we're in, yeah, the amount of guys when, like, they say their game would cover or their team would play well, you just, dude, I bet you. I was furious when Maddie fucking posted that story. About he was Dilly trolling. Dilly. I know, I know he was trolling. I was, but I was also like, this is this is the dilly dilly, like, and I can, dude, it was like happening in the background when you were posting shit. Like, I'm like, look, there's a guy in the background doing dilly. That's dilly. what I'm saying. So we we obviously laughed and we were making fun of it, but. The ballroom that we watch the games in, no lie, has two thousand people. When those commercials would come on, I, we we would know we noticed it. We go, look at this dude. Like the whole place gets quiet. Like the mid. And we talk about this on Dent Report uh, for the episode that's coming up. My conclusion is, they just don't get entertainment. The, where these people come from, that they will stop talking to watch a Dilly Dilly commercial because they think it's actually good. Yeah, I got I got nothing but blinking eyes for that. Dude, I saw a black guy wearing a Dilly Dilly shirt. That's when I knew this thing is complete. Cult- that's cultural appropriation yeah, right there. I tweeted that, actually. It's Did funny. you? I tweeted that. I, <laughs> it's literally what I tweeted. Cultural appropriation. 
When I saw a black guy wearing a Dilly Dilly shirt at South Point, I was like, what's going on here? This this thing has gone to places I never would have foreseen. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. It's it it is disgusting. I hope that I hope that people look back and kill them like think about killing themselves when they realize that they were on board with the Dilly Dilly. Can you imagine though? And I and I said this on Den Report, I'll say it here. Can you imagine liking a commercial so much that you bought a t-shirt based on a Bud Light commercial? It still also doesn't make sense. What it's, does Dilly Dilly com- mean? It's completely made up. Is it a cheers? Is it a good thing? Is it a it, bad it's, thing? It's literally like owning a shirt with the Budweiser frogs on it. Or like Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Who did the Was Apps commercial? That's Bud Light. Dude, Bud Light. All the bad commercials and all the most annoying commercials in history are Bud Light commercials. Yeah, but you know what? That's what I've said before. But they're smart because we're talking about them right now. Yeah. We remember these different campaigns all but, of us right but, now. But but it's the same thing with Coke and Pepsi. Like you can you can name shit that's happened in Pepsi. Like Michael Jackson, yeah, Pepsi. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, yes. the Kardashian chick, fucking uh they keep showing it. Cindy Crawford. Yes. Like whatever. Name somebody that's been in a Coke commercial. I can't off the top of my head. Pol- they, got the, they got the polar bears. Polar bears? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you don't have to fucking do you don't have to be like, look at us. They're just like, what what's uh, oh that's cute. It's polar bears, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna go to the polar bear cans. That's what happens. Fucking Miller Lights just like tastes great, less filling. All right, cool. You got fucking Bob Euchre. You should have seen the girls walking around. There was there was and I got that that one Insta story with Maddie and the two Bud Light girls. These guys, these men, when they see just two decent looking girls, ah, dilly dilly, dilly dilly, ah, throw me a keychain, dilly dilly. I'm like, you guys are pathetic. Unreal. You know what's not pathetic though, and a brand that I love is Harry's Razors. Ah, it's great. We don't gotta fake that. No, we. You're not gonna see us like shaving a frog. No. Just my face. Yeah. Look at this. I I actually used a brand new razor today. I've been in Vegas, obviously, for the last four days. So I want to get a fresh shave because we're going to leave for Arizona tomorrow. And uh, nothing feels better than in your own shower using those fresh new Harry's razors. Do you, brand, do you shave in the shower? I do. I was going to say, you shave in the shower. I have a mirror in my shower. Oh, okay. So uh, I've always shaved in my shower. Going on for, I don't know. 10, 12 years now. Save some time. I like it. Yeah. Shave in the shower. That way I can see all the little spots with those great Harry's blades. I've always wanted to shave in the shower, but I it takes me so long to shave that I feel like I'm just wasting water then. Yeah. Well, I don't care because we're all going to die anyway. But Harry's is stri- <laughs> <laughs> Man, Xavier really did. <laughs> Mid-Harry's ad. He's just reminding everybody they're gonna, we're all going to die anyway. Yeah. That's what happens when your team But loses. when you die, make sure you're freshly shaven because yeah, yeah. you want to look good in the coffin. Yeah. Because Harry's has stripped out the unnecessary features and the unnecessary cost to deliver customers one perfect razor at an amazing price. Guys, Harry's is so confident you're going to love their blades. They'll give you their trial set for free when you sign up at harrys.com forward slash dirty. Just pay for shipping. So claim your free trial offer from Harry's today, a $13 value for free. When you sign up, just cover shipping. Your free trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, Five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a treble blade cover. To get your free trial set, go to harrys.com forward slash dirty right now. That's harrys.com forward slash dirty. I told you that uh, when I was in Palm Springs, I forgot my B12 
beautiful five bladed Harry's razor, right? And so uh-huh. I had to buy I had to buy a lesser brand. And I was just pulling out my stuff to get ready to go for uh for uh Arizona. And I pulled out my my shaving kit, you know, my little dob kit that I take for, for on the road, and I reached in to you know, put my uh deodorant in and whatever, and I cut my finger because lesser brand, no travel cover. Yeah. Come on. A travel cover's huge. It's huge. Clutch. Clutch. Yeah, honestly, if you're using one of those lesser brands, you're basically using the dilly dilly of yes. razors. Get yourself a Harry's razors. Harry's.com. Grow, grow up. Harry's.com. Grow up. Forward slash dirty. Okay. We can move on from March Madness, although. March Sadness, as you're calling it. <laughs> you know call what? this episode Andy Ruther's March Sadness? <laughs> no, I think. Uh, the nun has herpes. What's her name? <laughs> Sister Jean. Sister Jean. Okay. You really want to fight that, don't you? Oh, yeah. We can't call the episode that. I feel like that's bad karma. Of all the stuff that's been said on the podcast, that's where we're going to draw the line at? Oh, yeah. good point Sister by Trevor. Jean no, has herpes. No, no, no. Like, no, that's, we, what, no, that's the line? I, we're, not, we're not trying. I didn't say we had to edit it out of the podcast, Trev. <laughs> I just said I don't think that that's what we want as the title. I don't I don't, I don't. see us needing have, having to do a big marketing push for the 98-year-old nun has herpes. Once you're into the show and you're listening to it, that's one thing. I mean, the things that are said <laughs> on the show over the years is like – there's there's no going back on that. Like if anybody does the deep dive, you know, it's over. But well, I don't think we have to promote it. You think Sister Jean ever has said dilly dilly? She's probably said dilly dilly. I bet you she's. I bet she said a Bud Light or two in her day. I bet she smashes Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always the old nuns you don't suspect that yeah. just smashes booze. Yeah. Sister Kathleen used to come over to my house and smash beers. Yeah, then you bang her. No, who's, who's Sister Kathleen? She was one of the. She was she was the nun at my. Uh, oh, this is actual person. Yeah, my uh, my Catholic grade school. Yeah, she'd come over to the house, sit with my mom, smash beers. We had a nun too. We, she was the assistant principal, you know, the disciplinarian, Sister Sandy. She was pretty evil. Who ironically went to the boarding school that my mom went to. Growing up, yeah. Small world. Yeah. I remember Sister Sandy got mad once because I threw a bunch of bugles at people in the cafeteria. And I, did, I had to write. And did she hit you? Was there corporal punishment? No, there wasn't corporal punishment. Sister Kathleen used to hit us with a ruler, like straight up, like the yardstick. Yeah, that was the move with the nuns, the rulers. Yeah. My brother, so Sister Kathleen was known for, first of all, being the abuser. Like okay. physically injuring people. <laughs> and also Sorry, I'm thinking of something. And then also she would sell candy out of her classroom. She had like a closet full of uh like Jolly Ranchers and shit. And uh the the big story one time was uh she smacked my brother John on the she made him put his hands on the, the thing and she went to smack him and he kept pulling him away and she flipped out and she put him in the closet. Wow. Yeah. And then, then he uh, jerked off on the ruler. No, no. She put him in the closet, and she was like, "You're staying in there for 15 minutes." And then when she went to the closet 15 minutes later, he had like somehow found his way to like all the candy, and he was just like in the closet covered in empty Jolly Rancher wrappers. So, and she got so mad that she like pulled him out and like severely beat him. Can you imagine in 2018 if someone oh. put a child in a closet? No, absolutely not. No. Did you hear? Did you hear about the teacher that fed a dog to a snapping turtle yeah yeah they've since euthanized the snapping turtle they euthanized the teacher i think they euthanized the principal yeah like they've they're like we need to wipe this from ever happening 
I'm all for corporal punishment, by the way. I will be on record saying that. By uh, by strangers or like by like your parents or parents. Yeah, I mean that's a different story. I don't think somebody that's not your parents should be able to hate you. Well, a nun can. I, I give a nun a nun a nun. So the rules, a parent or people that have decided not to have sex because they believe in like the fictional fucking sky lord. Yeah. yeah. The, bearded, the bearded clouds person. Nuns get a pass. <laughs> Nuns get a pass. Nuns and parents get a pass. Well, I, w- I would. Be, Sister Jean. I would be careful as you. Sister Jean's going to come over and hit you with a yardstick for saying she has herpes. Yeah. So. Or she might give me her herpes. Yeah. I, th- I think for sure. This whole this whole age, this pussy. He's like, Andy, we're gonna need to clean your mouth out. Suck on my herpes. Oh, that's disgusting. How much money would it take to lick Sister Jean's herpes sore? Mm, I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> I'm gonna defer on this one. I'd do it for a thousand bucks. Okay. Trevor, if I put a thousand bucks in front of you and said lick Sister Jean's herpes sore. You would do it. A thousand bucks. Cold hard cash. I'd like to think no, but I mean. Bullshit. If there was a thousand dollars cash, if I had 10 $100 bills right in front of you and said a quick three second lick on Sister Jean's herpes sore, do you do it? I don't. A thousand's a little low. Uh, (laughs) It's not that low. I feel like a tuning fork is going off of my head. Okay. I can't. I feel like somebody just hit a gong between my ears. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm back. Okay. You want to talk uh, some other sports? Mm. Sure, or we could just call it a night. I mean, it's up to you, I guess. Because we could go out on the herpy licking. You know, I, I at this point, that's the only way yeah. we should go yeah. out. I'd like to give I'd like to give a quick uh I'd like to give some quick like, you know, just say that you've had a really rough weekend. You you spent the whole time in Vegas and uh your team lost today. It's been a rough couple of days. I just want to give that statement, you know, for anything that's been said on this podcast. <laughs> you know, you're, it's been a it's been a rough forty eight hours for you. So, well, I stand by everything I said. <laughs> okay. So let's talk a little Major League Baseball because we are headed to Arizona. We are tomorrow. We have nothing planned. <laughs> yeah, we do. We we have plans. Oh, that's the right. First game. We We're got gonna stop. We're gonna stop at the Reds. Cubs game? Yep. In yeah. Goodyear. Red, Reds, Cubs? Yep. Reds, Cubs on the way in. We'll get our tickets on SeatGeek. That's right. Oh, I still, I've still never used the promo. Okay, you haven't? Nope. Well. Still never have. Blinky guy meme. Trevor. <laughs> I've saved it for. Get it together. You saved it for tomorrow. Exactly. Dirtballs, if you want to join us, we will. This is Monday night. We will be going to the Reds. Cubs game, I believe it's in Goodyear where the Reds play. They share the facility with the Indians. And like Trevor said, he will be getting those tickets via SeatGeek. And I love SeatGeek because we can see exactly where we're going to sit. Obviously, it's a small stadium. It's spring training. But if you guys want to join us for a 6 p.m., I believe, game Monday night, go get those tickets on SeatGeek because, best of all, all the Dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Simply download the SeatGeek app and go to the Settings tab and enter our promo code in that tab, which is DIRTY, D-I-R-T-Y. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. And not only tomorrow's game, we'll be using SeatGeek for games on Tuesday and Wednesday. So I'm going to go ahead and say this right now because, I, you know, obviously there's been talk of dirt balls maybe 
try to hang out with us. Yes. So tomorrow we're going to Cubs. Reds. Reds in the evening. I'm going to go ahead and say Tuesday we should hit Trevor's Dodgers at Athletics 105. Okay. What do you think? I'm all for Trevor it. Trevor wants to see I'm his Dodgers, for, right? I'm all for it. And I don't believe Trevor's Dodgers play Wednesday. So I say Dodgers. Guys, if you want to meet us, Dodgers Athletics on Tuesday. And then. Uh, and again, all those tickets are available all of them on SeatGeek. Promo code DIRTY. I'd love to see the Giants, but I don't think we want to go to a night game on Wednesday. I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be like Padres White Sox on Wednesday. We're just going to go to one game on Tuesday? Well, we're going to start with Dodgers Athletics. You really want to go to you really want to double down, don't you? You're you're like pumped up for it. All right, potential San Francisco Giants Royals game on Tuesday as well at 6:05. Okay. Cuz I would like to see the Giants. Who else plays Tuesday? Uh, Angels Diamondbacks, but uh, that's but that's happening simultaneously damn, with Damn, I would love to see with that. With Trevor's uh, you want to see Otani. I'd love to see Otani. Well, maybe they're playing on Wednesday, Andy. Although we don't have to see Otani because we live in L.A. We can see Otani yeah, exactly. any fucking day. Yeah. Uh, Rockies, Brewers at one. Dude, we're going to Trevor's Dodgers at 105. We might be following it up with the Giants, Royals, or again, your, your Reds at Padres in the evening that on, t- on Tuesday. Gotcha. But we're definitely going to go. We're definitely going to go see uh, Trevor's Dodgers. So what are the plans? So we drive down tomorrow. Okay. We go to that game. We go get drunk somewhere. So I drive. Yeah. And well, Trevor's gonna drive all the way down. Okay. And then you'll just have to drive. I mean, we'll probably get drunk at the game too, right, Trev? Probably, definitely. Yeah. So you'll be driving from game to bar to hotel. Then we'll get up the next day, and uh, well, you know. We'll go get a uh, breakfast somewhere. I have some unfinished business with Tinder matches via 2014 <laughs> that I need to gonna, settle. Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You should. You should message some of the girls that were from there and just like, sup. I'm back. <laughs> Four years later, I'm back and I have a new dent in my head. Let's meet was up. Was that? Was it? Were we there for spring training? That was when you were on Tinder meeting those girls. That was the mom who almost met me. That was the mom we dished at the bar because... No, that was a different one. That was girl. a different one. Yeah, yeah, that, God, the denting was just inevitable. I, the karma. Oh, we completely ditched that girl. Yeah. We walked into the bar. And no, we no, so here's what happens. We, we were doing guest spots at the now defunct stand-up Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even exist anymore. Was it? I think it was stand-up Scottsdale. Howard yeah. Hughes? Yep. <laughs> Howard Howard From Hughes. From Bar Rescue the, fame? Like, f- Howard Hughes, more eccentric than the more well-known Howard Hughes, who lived in one room and pissed in bottles and grew his nail out for it. This Howard Hughes, more eccentric. Yeah. So we got guest spots, and then he proceeded to pour copious amounts of alcohol down our... He's like, we're not going to pay you guys to perform, but I'm going to pay you in booze. Yeah. So he gets us hammered. I matched with this girl on Tinder, and Prano kept being like, dude, I don't know, man. I think she's one of those. Like, she looks all right. I don't know a person. I can spot a catfish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. And I was, you know, drunk. You have whiskers. I was, dr- <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk and horny. But the- remember, I was like, well, she's bringing a friend. So, hey, yeah. you know, you know, whatever. The two of us, two of them. And we walked in the bar, and I saw her sitting in the back, and he was right. So uh, I proceeded to do what every normal guy would do and order a shot for me and Joe at the bar. And then not say hi to her, and then head straight to Christie's, an excellent strip club in Tempe. Yeah. Are we going back to Christie's? 
Maybe. I have a free. I told you, I have a free night on Hotels.com. Yeah. I, I like to use. Which we gotta address the sleeping situation right now on air. Right. So two beds. Two beds in a cot. Or two beds in an intern on the floor. I mean, <laughs> who or who's splitting a bed with Trevor? No one, By the way, Trevor, I sleep naked. I'm just saying. I'm I'm saying right now, I'm a 38-year-old man. I'll sleep on the floor before I split a bed with another man. Okay. <laughs> All right. I need to wake up and have fucking baby Bieber over here fucking <laughs> little spooning me. We'll figure it out. Are you excited, Trevor? I'm hyped. Dude, Tre- first of all, Trevor, how old are you? 25. Trevor's 25, and he's going to be drinking on the Thus Fund. The dude's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> dude's sleeping under a desk. Like, I mean, I mean what is, what's even the question here? I'm pushing 40. There's not going to be arm wrestling for beds. Trevor's, Trevor will fucking sleep in the tub. I'll fill it with fucking ice. He'll sleep like we're preserving his fucking liver to sell on the black market. Trevor's sleeping in the fucking car. I don't give a shit. Trevor's sleeping in the pool. So much for humility. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, don't they have by the pools, they have those lounge chairs? Just bring a lounge chair in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I said I was going to be done with the uh, edibles, but now I might have to get back in. I just did too many in Vegas. It was it was destroying me. <laughs> it wasn't destroying. I was just it was destroying <laughs> me. I just I was. You sound like you're a fucking. I was, it was destroying me. I ran out of edibles one point. I sucked some dude's dick. He gave me a brownie. I was, I was back. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleeping way too much, man. Way too much. And then I would just laugh. I, you're way, pigging there's... the fuck out, too. What? You're pigging the fuck out, too. I saw a couple of those Instagram stories, some of the foods you were eating while oh you were Oh, my. There. Dude, I'll tell you what. This is one thing I my was. My girlfriend saw an Instagram story. We had ice cream on your nose. She's like, <laughs> she's like, he's an adult. He has ice cream on his face. Yeah. I was like, I think he's high. I came like, back. I certainly hope so. I came back from an amazing steak dinner, uh, at the pair from Paris, one of the Gordon Ramsay restaurants. I came back. My buddy's like, "How are you hungry?" And I saw an ice cream stand and got two of the biggest scoops. But the thing I learned when you're high on edibles, there's nothing funnier than when Maddie Goldberg walks back in the room and just does normal things. So when Maddie is trying to like takes all of his money out in a pile, <laughs> yes. Like I, what I don't understand, and, and I'm I'm and I'm not even making fun of Maddie. I want him to explain it to me. So when he takes all his money out, does like is he does he wearing a fanny pack, like around the casino? When he takes all his money out, it's in a huge pile because like. That's, yeah. why you, that's why you line up your bills. That's like how it fits in a wall. He's got them all crumpled. It's yeah. taking up literally like three square feet on the bed. Where is that when he's holding it? Well, it's, crum- it's crumpled up in his wallet. I actually yesterday. He just have pockets yeah. full of cash this, this like, is all how, over the this place? This is how OCD I am. At one point yesterday in the ballroom, I saw that. We were all laughing, our whole table. And I said, give me your wallet. I pulled out and I... I set up all his bills, you know, from 100s to 20s to 5s to 10s, and I made it go in order, and I put it back in his wallet. Because I was like, this is, I'm like so OCD, I can't even look at this. I mean, I don't even need it to be fucking in order. Yeah. Like, it's great if it is, and obviously when you get your money, you do that. But, like, he would just be like, (laughs) it's just like a pile of money. Yeah. It looked like the scene from fucking Indecent Proposal. Like, I was like, next thing fucking Demi Moore is going to come in and he's going to be fucking making it rain on her. But when you're stoned, that stuff is hilarious. Watching him just untuck a bed. <laughs> Dude, if you're on an edible cracked out of your mind like I was, watching Goldberg 
he burrows in the bed like a dog. That, that those were all the comments. Yeah. They're like Maddie's Maddie's. You know how Vince burrows? Yeah, that's what he does to sleep. <laughs> he burrows like a fucking dog. So Trevor, you better reenact all that when yeah. I'm stoned. Wait till we it. take off the dirty uh, fucking. What's her name? Norma Jean top sheets, the top quilts on the bed and make them make them a little dog bed for Trevor on the floor. <laughs> Who's Norma Jean? The fucking what's it? Dorothy Jean? What the fuck is the sister Jean? <laughs> sister Jean. Sister Jean. Get it straight. And she has herpes. Okay. So baseball, anything we want to talk about? We didn't. Well, I don't know. You brought up MLB. Obviously we're going to spring training, but is there news? Well, Jake Arietta signed a deal. We haven't talked about that at Yeah. All. The Phillies. Good for Jake Arietta. Hope uh, I hope he pitches well. He's still good. Otherwise, they're gonna throw fucking batteries at him. It's not good enough for the Cubs to keep, which is amazing because I'm a I'm of the opinion that the Cubs just still don't have enough pitching. I think they take a step back. John Lester is there going to be their opening day starter? I forget what the over. You know, I was looking. God damn it! I should have brought it. You know, I had the sheet from the casino for the over under on wins for each team. And I want to say the Cubs just was way too high for me. I want to say, was it 97? I know the Dodgers took a step back. They think they're going to win a couple last games. But I don't know. What was Arietta's deal? He's a big Trumper. I no, think he is. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't mean what's his personal deal. I mean, what, 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 was, his, uh, what was his contract deal? It was... Look at Trevor, hot in the mic. Two years, eighteen million. Total or each? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, hold on, hold on. No, that wasn't it. No, that's probably. I mean, nine million. No, I'm sorry. Three years, seventy-five million. Yeah, they're paying him twenty-five million. Three years, year, seventy-five million. The Phillies. He's a what? He won a Cy Young, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a big deal. They're paying him. Guy's that, getting paid. Yeah, that's craziness. I don't know what the Phillies are thinking. That's, I mean, I was about to say, I don't know why the Cubs aren't, I mean, but it seemed like the Cubs didn't even make him an offer. Like, it was a last-minute sort of deal. Like, he was just like a free agent the whole offseason till three days ago. Um, three and a half ERA last year. Wow. First of all, the Cubs have, you know, there's there's no salary cap. So, I, I you know, it's interesting that the Cubs couldn't have worked out a, a nicer deal for him to stay. I think they should have. But the Phillies, look, I, I know I'm a Philly hater, but, like, I mean, no one thinks the Phillies are contending for the NL East this year, right? I mean, how many games did they win last year? Not a lot. Trevor, how many games did the Phillies win last year? All right, well, this is the Cubs rotation. Yeah. John Lester. He's going to start opening day. Your, your opening day starter is John Lester. Kyle you don't he- have you – do, based on that fact alone, you do not have enough pitching. Kyle Hendricks. Yep. U Darvish. Jose Quintana. Yep. And Chatwood. What's Chatwood's first name? Travis? Tyler. Yeah. Tyler. So I get it. They're, I get it that they're, you know, Arietta for the money. They they think they think three of those guys are better than Arietta. But I don't know. I don't necessarily know that that's true. Phillies were sixty six and ninety six last year. They went sixty six games. They almost lost a hundred games. You're gonna pay a guy twenty five million? Yeah, I don't really know that move. I don't understand it. I guess maybe they think they're going to contend two years from now. Yeah, it's a long term deal. I mean, three it's years. Three years. I'm saying it's a long. Yeah, it's a long term move. 
I can't wait for the Phillies to be like 10 and 6 after the first two and a half weeks. And people be like, fuck you, Brano. Suck a dick. You fucking Jew. I'll be like, great. So glad Philly fans are back. They don't give a shit. They won the Super Bowl. Everybody right. in Philly is so. You know, I can. You know, we did we did the gambling podcast, the sports yeah, gambling how podcast. Was that? It was good. It was great. By the way, I'm going to do their strategy next year. I was so baked when I was recording with them. Like I didn't think to do this. Their strategy. I forget if it was Sean or Kramer's idea, or maybe both of them. Their strategy, and it basically paid out. Always take the under on every game the first round of the NCAA tournament. Like just just put ten I'm thinking next year I'm gonna put ten bucks on every single game the under. Cause it fucking pays out. All these games, they're all low scoring. Teams are nervous, it's defensive. Yeah. That was their strategy. I like it. But Sean, you could see he's and I even asked him on their show, are you still on Cloud Nine? Yeah. Because of the Eagles. I think everybody in Philly doesn't give a shit about the Sixers or the Phillies. We'll see. Yeah. We'll be interesting to see. Because the Sixers, like, they've already they've already decided that the Sixers, like, this is the process. They're just going to keep saying the process. Yeah. They win games, the process. If they lose games, the process, the process, the process. It'll be interesting to see if, if Phillies, if, if those fans, if they get, like, turned for Phillies, uh, Baseball this year. Well, I'm gonna hit up a bunch of Dodgers games. I think I'm, I'm usually pretty good about going to five or six games. Well, we said this last year and we didn't fucking do it. Uh, respectfully, Trevor, fuck the Dodgers. We didn't go to an Angels game last year. Yeah, we said we were going to. So we're gonna go to the strip club. We never fucking went. And I like going to those games down there too. I like going to Dodgers games. I'm sure I'll go to the majority. I'm sure I'll go to. I'm sure I'll go to the Mets series plus two or three games this year. But let's hit an Angels game again. Yeah, no, we should. I just hate. I just hate how Angel Stadium is in the middle. It's just right off the freeway. Yeah, there's just like you go to a TGI Fridays afterwards. It, you, you're basically in suburban America. Yeah, which sucks. That strip club is really good though. <laughs> See. I think I think we actually follow their Instagram on Dirty Sports. I think it's Rattlers, Rittlers, fr- Fritches, know. Fritches. I think it's Fritzes. Rittlers, Rattlers, Fritches. <laughs> Some Fritzes. Fritzes. It's Fritzes, right? I don't, I don't know. That was your last guest to uh, say. You ever been to a strip club, Trevor? I feel yeah. like How many strip clubs have you been to? Two. Two. What two. do you, do you know the do you know where they were, both were? Uh, uh, the first, two. <laughs> first, two. First I've been to two different strip clubs in the same night. First one was Santa Barbara. Um, another one was down here somewhere a couple years ago. I can't even remember. How's the strip it. club in Santa Barbara? It sucked. It was so bad. Bro, yeah. by the time I was your age, oh my God, two? There's never strip clubs around. Like I've been to two strip clubs while I was in high school. We're oh. taking you to a strip club in, in, in uh, Arizona. It's Flint! <laughs> There's no strip clubs in Santa Barbara and slow. How would your girlfriend feel? Let's she wouldn't get... care. For real? No, she, she likes strip clubs. She'd go to a strip club. All right. Is your girlfriend coming? No. Okay. She can sleep on the floor with you. <laughs> I never get the girls who get who get all worked up over the strip club thing. Like you're that insecure. You yeah. Get... Yeah. There are girls who are that insecure. 
I, I, there's, had, a, there's a lot, actually. Yeah, I've had girlfriends who fucking get pissed if I went to strip clubs. I've had girlfriends. I've had some girlfriends who were like, it's cool. And then they're like, you got a lap dance? And I'm like, what What do you think I went to the strip Like, what else would I do at the strip club? I'm not a big lap dance guy. I'm, I like uh, to watch. Okay, that's creepy. Especially, <laughs> especially if you say it like that. Okay. But you can't, you can't use Joe Prano's guide having sex with a stripper for under $100. I don't want to bang a stripper. Oh, I think that's you're in that's incorrect. That's <laughs> I I, it is. I'm not I'm not that's not that's not the Andy Ruther wheelhouse of girl. It's really not, dude. That's like that's like not the girl that I'm attracted to or that's attracted to a guy like me. Hot the, girls that are comfortable with their sexuality and know how to work that ass. Not in your wheelhouse. No, yeah. I, I, I smell I, like vanilla, bubble gum. <laughs> I like more the girl next door. <laughs> Literally, the girl next door. Like whoever moves in next door, you're like, that's fine. There's a cute girl down my hallway now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually helped me carry uh, my bags to the car for Vegas. She saw I was, the struggle was real, and I was like, that's very nice of you. And she's like, I might be going this weekend too. She's like, you partying? And I was like, oh, oh am I? <laughs> me and Maddie Goldberg. <laughs> South Point Casino. You're like, probably eat some edibles, have a couple of waffle cones, you know? <laughs> Go to lit. bed. It is lit, fam. <laughs> What's up with my door, by the way, where I live? Prano could Prano and Trevor couldn't enter because Because the whole door handle was ripped off. Somebody <laughs> ripped off the handle on Mildred. Well, you, down, man. you said you said that the key wasn't working before, right? Well, I said I I couldn't. And so here's what happened. They finally replaced the actual handle. Yeah. With that new thing. And now today I can't you can't leave or enter. Yeah. And somebody did not like that. And somebody had a fucking somebody on meth really was that <laughs> one of one of your neighbors was really upset that their key didn't work and ripped the fucking handle. This is what happens when I leave town for a few days. Yeah. The sheriff always has to be on watch. Because if I was there... You're gone for another couple days. This place is going to be on fire when you get back. Yeah. Rip the bobbleheads. No, you're not touching. we got some good bobbleheads. We need some Mets ones, Prano. I know. I don't have any Mets bobbleheads. It's all Dodgers I used to, I used to have good. I used to have good, some good Mets bobbleheads back in the day, but... Can we talk about this Glenn Davis arrested on, char, on, on drug baby. charges? Yeah. So Glenn Davis was arrested back in... February, February 7th at a Hampton Inn in Aberdeen. Where's Aberdeen? Oh, it's Maryland. Okay, Aberdeen, yep. Maryland. He was arrested. According to court documents, the hotel owner smelled marijuana coming from Davis's room. Shocking. He's an ex-NBA player. And when they arrested him, they found 126 grams of marijuana in a briefcase, briefcase containing 92K in cash. Yep. But the best part is his response video. Yeah. If you haven't seen this video... Look it up right now. So he releases a video on a private plane eating Popeyes with, with a briefcase full of cash. It has 1.04 million views right now. It's the best thing ever. His response is eating Popeyes on a private plane full of cash. This is the ultimate troll job. He's trolling law enforcement. Right. It's pretty amazing. I mean, big baby, I'm pulling it up right now. Big Baby Davis. I'm trying to. I'm trying to full find career earnings. Like I bet you made a hundred million. Yeah, like 
he got I mean first of all, he was he was getting paid as of two years he's getting paid now. He's currently getting paid. Clippers? Yeah. He's currently getting paid by the Clippers. So there's he's, that. He's, so him having ninety two K in cash sitting around really doesn't mean he's dealing drugs. And hundred I don't know. Look, you guys will know better than me. What's hundred twenty six grams of weed? I mean, 126 grams? Is that what it said? If I read it wrong, let me pull up the story. He again. made $33 million throughout his career. That's it? Mm-hmm. Total cash. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy this fucking Yeah, 126 building. grams. That's not that much weed. Is that a pound? I mean, I don't, know. I, I don't know the math on it, but how many, how many grams in a pound? Come so, on, somebody do the math. So Trevor? He, so he, Trevor, I, I'm actually just disappointed Trevor doesn't know that one off. Sorry, I was looking up Glenn Davis. So, so I actually made, oh, wasn't even listening. That's fine. So he made 33 million in his career. Yeah, 453 grams in a pound. So come on, he is half a pound. Yeah, not that's even nothing for a fucking guy. For him, he's big baby. You see the Popeyes he was eating? How much weed do you think that dude smokes? A lot. Yeah. The uh, idea. That he was like selling drugs, like I just don't, I just can't imagine that he would need to do that. Well, thirty three really isn't that much, though. You figure you do the math. If he made thirty three million in his career, he probably saw half that. Okay. And I know sixteen million sounds like a lot. Yes, it does. These, these guys, though, they're not the smartest sometimes with their money. I mean, his name is Big Baby, so yeah. So he could be dealing drugs. I bet he was dealing with Sister Jean. But I can't even imagine, like, where would you have to be right now to sell pot? I don't I don't think he's selling, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm sure he just re-upped. Like, yeah. he had just gotten that for, like, and that was going to be his weed for the next however many And months. also, he's, Two hours. The, he's the guy, <laughs> also, he's the guy who has $33 million. So, it's like, if he's selling drugs, he's probably selling drugs to his boys. He's like, yeah, I'll go buy a fucking pound. And then I'll give you guys a couple ounces. I'll give you guys a couple ounces. Yeah. That's same. That's, I mean, that's that's not enough for him. For a guy who made thirty three million, that's not enough pot for him to have for it to be for him to be like a drug dealer. It's just not. No, it's not even close. Like if he if he had gotten caught, like if he had done, was it like Nate Newton or whatever back in the day, got pulled over like sixty pounds of weed? That's a whole different fucking story. Yeah. Now you're like, okay, I'm moving weed. It's always the NFL guys who get popped for trying to deal weed. You yeah, remember Sam Hurd? Yeah. I'm trying to think what he did. Yeah. Uh, he, didn't didn't Bam Morris get fucking? Didn't he have like thirty pounds of weed too? That's what I'm saying. It's all these ex NFL players. They're the ones who are always trying to deal the weed. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at how much money Big Baby had in that video, you're like, the dude's got money. He's on a private jet. Like, he has money. Obviously. You can't fake that. It wasn't a green screen private jet. Yeah. Look, I always hated Big Baby. I thought he was overrated. I thought he was one of those guys who was fucking, it's like. Well, he's nothing special. He's a role guy. But he was like the Rondo it was like, oh, you're on that team. Like the only reason anybody knows who Big Baby is because he fucking he was on the team with all those guys. So I really don't give a shit. But like, let the man live. If if you can't be if you can't be in a Hampton Inn with you know the couple hundred grams of weed anymore, in like, what, yeah. Is this America or not? 
it's, no, it's bullshit, man. That's also, who's going to who's going to hotel rooms over the smell of pot? Like, if if that's the case, Trevor's fucking definitely sleeping in the car. <laughs> yeah, I know how to smoke in a hotel. <laughs> how do you smoke in a hotel, Trevor? <clears throat> I put a little like a baggie over the smoke detector. Put a little tape around it. And then go in the bathroom. Turn the shower on for a little bit. And smoke in the bathroom. Go <laughs> <laughs> in the bathroom. Turn the shower on for a bit. That's one thing you got to remember about Vegas and Nevada now. It's legal there, too. Yeah. Apparently, there's just some amazing dispensaries now. You know, not to change the subject, but I didn't realize this. It could have happened as early as Tuesday. You know, the Supreme Court's going to hear the case on sports gambling, Mm -hmm. which basically is what Chris Christie with New Jersey, you know, made it all the way to the Supreme Court. They're saying, apparently, if this shit goes through, there are 15 states ready to fully pull the trigger on sports gambling. Is California one of them? Yes. Sweet. And they're saying, too, and I was reading some more articles when I got home on this because I find it all interesting. Basically, if California legalizes sports gambling, RIP Las Vegas' economy. Imagine the effect that it would have. I, I'm not a, you know, an economist, but yeah. dude, they say on any given weekend, Las Vegas is it could be half Californians. Yeah, but I mean, the majority of people aren't just going there to go to the fucking sports book. I mean, obviously, big weekends like today, you know, this weekend when you were there. But like, I feel like, like think about think about the the guys and how they're in groups and how you're in a big fucking ballroom. It's like. I can bet on sports if I want right now without leaving here. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go to Vegas for, for March atmosphere. Madness. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm not, you know, like Vegas is a destination. Sure. You know, it's like saying like, oh, if other, if other cities get, you know, hot dog carts rip New York's <laughs> fucking economy. It's like, yeah, they're everywhere. It's like a thing. But like, I don't think it's fucking taking down Vegas. It, it wouldn't, would, it wouldn't help. It would, that's for sure. It would put a. For lack of a better term, big dent. Yeah, old denty. <laughs> in that economy. I'm just saying. Yeah. It, it, imagine if a casino popped up where we could just gamble out here in Los Angeles on a game or whatever game we wanted. NFL Sunday. I, I, it'll be real interesting because basically in the, in the article I read today, you know, both Major League Baseball and the NBA are prepared. To, Are, to work, you know, with these people. Yes. Yeah. Where NFL and NHL have basically been silent. Right. But baseball and basketball are saying, no, yeah, this sounds good. Because, you know, they want, they want their hand in it. Right. Everybody wants their fucking, you know, their take, their cut. It'll be interesting, though. So there was some NFL news that I want to get to. But before we do that, Prano, I want to say that I'm looking pretty scrubby tonight. Because I'm not wearing any flag and anthem. You are. You're 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 taking the life out tonight. Yeah, I got my old Reebok classics on, sweatpants, the L chain, and old frat boys of comedy T-shirt. Th- throwback Sunday, the old frat boys of comedy. How how deep you got to go in your drawer for a frat boys of comedy T-shirt these deep, days? Deep, deep, and it wasn't good luck. But I know if I was wearing flag and anthem, I wore it all weekend in Vegas. Everybody was commenting on my ox blood corduroys, how good they looked. I know if I was wearing it today, Xavier would have won. 
Because Flag and Anthem brings that attitude and it brings the positivity. So Dirt Balls, if you want to get some Flag and Anthem, go to flagandanthem.com because you get 25% off your first order. Again, they redid the promo code. So you get 25% off. Drop our code, which is dirty. Just D-I-R-T-Y. I got to say, and I'm hesitant to say this because when I did this about the Oxblood corduroys and when I did this about the brick red jeans, you, you got them. And suddenly I've got to call you now before we meet up to make sure we're not wearing the same thing. But my new shit, Flag and Anthem, these fucking pocket tees. You like those? Soft. Look at this. I got like four of them now. Yeah. All different colors. They're soft. They got a pocket. They're comfortable. And now, you know, we're, you know, Spring is upon us again. I'm I'm only packing these for uh, for Arizona. Just kind of sit around, watch baseball games. I think comfy pocket tees. They go nice with the flag and anthem chinos I'm wearing. I think we need to me, you, and Trevor need to rock a uh, a bomber jacket photo. Oh yeah, we're gonna I mean, we're gonna with the Arizona mountains I mean, and, the, and the sun in the background. Let's be honest, we're going to Christie's as the bomber jacket brothers. Okay, we can do that, guys. You can look just like us if you go to. <laughs> Flagandanthem.com. First one to take off their Flag and Anthem bomber jacket sleeps on the floor. Okay, cool. Flagandanthem.com. Drop promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. And, that, and again, quick reminder, that's a new promo code. So if you've ordered on Flag and Anthem before, good news, you can order again. Yeah. Use promo code DIRTY. So the Raiders are making some moves. Oh, yeah. Yo, fool. The Raiders. I saw where the stadium's being built. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's right off the 15 freeway. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'll definitely be going to a game once a year. Raiders traded Cordell Patterson to the Pat to the Patriots. To the Patriots. <laughs> to the Patriots. To the Patriots. Cordell Patterson. To the Patriots. I like this move for the Patriots. Yeah. I like it a lot, actually. I, I don't I mean Corderell Patterson doesn't seem like uh, the kind of receiver to me that, uh, you know, fits the Patriots system. They don't have any receivers, though, right now. But uh, I think it's nice for the return game. Stretch the field a little. Yeah, and and the return game. He's always been a a good return man. Yeah. I agree. He might not fit the, the mold, starting with his ethnic background. But Welker, or not Welker, geez, man. Welker. Jesus. Ammon don't know. He left like, too. Uh, ben Coates. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be tough to fix him. <laughs> Who's the guy who got injured? Edelman. Tough, tough to fit him in there. Uh, hopefully he'll get some snaps behind Terry Glenn. <laughs> Terry Glenn's dead. Never forget. Is R. Terry R. Glenn dead? Yeah, he died in a car wreck recently. Oh. Too soon, Prano. <laughs> what, what college did Terry Glenn go to, Prano? Ohio or, State. Okay, I was meant to say Trevor. Dude, now I'm just losing it. The, yeah. the, the wheels have yeah. fallen off. And the Raiders are also going to keep... We talked about this last episode. We weren't sure. They are going to keep Lynch around. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the roster moves were made, and he's going to get his bonus. I think it was a million bucks. So they're going to keep Lynch around. But the big news is that the Jets are really going to go all in on this draft for a quarterback. Yep. They traded up with the Colts to get the number three pick. They had the number six pick, so they gave a bunch of picks to the Colts. The Jets going all in, and what I deem a weak draft class for quarterback. What do I know? Nothing. But well, I think it looks pretty weak. I I don't know if it's a necessarily a weak draft class for quarterbacks. I agree with you. Like I don't think any of these guys are a sure thing. But uh, it's not often that you have four guys at the top. Like, let's say the Browns pick a quarterback one. 
I don't know which of the four they would take. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's weak in the sense that I don't think anybody's a sure thing, but it's strong in the sense of there's a lot of the guys there. You have options. Yeah. And uh, I'm really hoping that one of the other teams that needs a quarterback, uh, the Bills, the Broncos, uh, that, that well, somebody— The Bills just signed A.J. McCarron. I don't think that's their quarterback of the future. I think that— uh, Okay. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I kind of like McCarron. I know you kind of like McCarron, but I don't think that they're thinking that's their quarterback of the future. I think I think they're thinking that they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, I'm hoping the Bills or the Browns. I hope one of those guys trades up to the Giants to take uh, our spot. I'd really like to get. I really want Nelson under name, so I'd like the Giants to move down to like a five or a six. Get me out of that top four. Everybody that wants a quarterback, come get them. And it also looks like the Colts are basically saying we think Locke's going to be back. Well, I think the Colts are saying we have a lot of issues. And we're hoping that the quarterback, our quarterback comes back, but we have we have massive holes to fill all over the field. So they have how many picks now? Yeah, I put the this fir- down. They have four picks of the first 49. Yeah. So Basically, once every 12 picks, they have yeah, a pick. And for the first round and a half, yeah. essentially. Exactly. Which is so, a lot. Yeah. So they're definitely in rebuild mode. I want to see Luck back. I really do. No one talks about it. It's true. No one is talking about Andrew Luck and how good he was. Yeah. And I think it's good for the league because... Everybody likes a redemption story, Andy. Well, we do. We love the redemption <laughs> story. Look at me. I am a redemption story. Are you? Yes. From the denting to... Uh, Xavier losing. It's a giant redemption. By the way, I saw this this dirty sports drinking game. Can I bring this yeah. up? Yeah. Well, no, it's not a dirty sports drinking game. It's an Andy Ruther drinking game. I think it crosses dirty sports, Dent Report. I think it's all things all things Ruther. Kind of a weak game, I'll be honest. I thought there were some good ones in there. Yeah, but the, I don't, there's certain things I don't say that much. Well, this person who invented this game disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> this is at... Crypto underscore rant. First of all, you got to do our new logo, bro. I appreciate the effort. You got to do our new logo. Uh, He's going old school. The Andy Ruther drinking game, throwing them I down. I like that he made it. Uh, by the way, I like that he made it look like an Old West fucking wanted yeah. poster. So this is it. When Ruther says, but that's my point, equals chug some beer. I'm cool with that one. I heard in the Joe Rogan podcast equals one shot. <laughs> I don't bring up Joe Rogan that much. Ah, <laughs> uh, you do. Yeah, you do. I disagree on that one. Yeah. Do I? I was listening like to Rogan every, the other day. Like every other pod. <laughs> every other pod. That's not that much. <laughs> every other pod, you bring up another podcast. <laughs> I'm a big fan. When I used to work on Lance Bass's radio show, it was one shot. That's probably once. What do you think, Trevor? Yeah. Once every yeah, 10 episodes? Yeah, you're not bringing maybe? up Lance that much. Brano? Yeah. We'll say, we'll say five. I'll say five. You, you bring it up every once in a while. You're like, I was working for Lance. There's always some connection to Lance. Fucks up an ad read equals two shots. Well, then you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old Rutherism, make it a double. Brand new Rutherism invented equals double shot and finish your beer. That's a pretty good game. Yeah. I, ch- I change up some of these. How come you guys don't have a drinking game for Prano, huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Just saying. Yeah. 
I, I'm not a redemption story. Can I, so. can I can I say something pretty funny too? Speaking of uh, dirt balls, Matty Goldberg had an intimate dinner with a dirt ball in Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas, yes. Just a one-on-one dinner with yes! a dirt ball. Yes, dude. Goldberg's got issues, man. Uh, I love Maddie and Maddie. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but it's just it's so funny. Uh, shout out to to our boy Bobby Hank. Did you see the shirt he was wearing? Who? How was that? No, I didn't. I shaved my balls for this. What? Are you wearing sunglasses in that picture? I'm baked out of my mind. I got free <laughs> glasses from the Dilly Dilly Horse. So, dilly Dilly Horse. The, the Bud Light okay. Girls. I don't think anyway, they're putting that on their resume. So I'm the really dilly dilly whores. I'm really stoned when I meet this kid. He's a nice kid. He's from Texas. He's from Dallas. Blah blah. I'm really baked. I don't last too long. I go up to the room to crash for a few hours. And apparently him and Goldberg went and had prime rib together. Nice. <laughs> so sorry, Bobby. I know I was a little baked. And by the way, apparently some third balls think that I am intimidating when they meet me. I'm the most unintimidating pussy guy. I can agree with that. How am I, <laughs> how am I intimidating? Because you're so angry at them all the time. Mm. I'm they, not so pe- angry. Pe- people think that you're angry at them even though they don't know you. They, they're they like, fuck, I don't want to say anything. And the Ruther's going to be like, fuck you, blocked. You're <laughs> no, blocking, pe- no, no, no. You're blocking people in person. You, muted. <laughs> muted. you block people. Yeah, I block people. The Ruther move is the mute. Yeah. So they don't know they're blocked. I don't want to get people to satisfaction of knowing that they annoy me you are like you're like the Kembe Mutombo out here yeah. bro with nah, your I don't give a fuck. like you're once you're out you're out in fact somebody somebody fucking tweeted at me today i was like didn't i block you like, I like <laughs> how'd this guy get through i was like you start a new account i gotta do a shout out uh to my boy the real shoop the real shoop came out last night to my show at the laugh factory in long beach and uh, he tweeted today, Dope Night, got to meet and watch Fix Your Life Kill at the Laugh Factory. Now let's go get drunk. He came out. He brought a crew with him. Um, he he was pushing the Dirty Sports podcast on the rest of his crew. He was talking up the uh, the Kobe Bryant shot challenge after the show. So thanks for coming out. Shoop, appreciate it. It's cool to meet you. Good dude. Do you? Uh, oh, you didn't retweet it. I didn't retweet it. I I I favorited it and. I- <laughs> Savage. Well, man. you know what? I, I'm, here's the thing. Savage. Here's the thing. It has nothing, here's the thing. It has nothing to do with Actually, the shoot. fuck him. He doesn't even follow me. So you know what? He's not worthy of the routine. Here, here's the thing. He doesn't follow me. I uh, I don't I don't want to be the guy like every time. He doesn't follow me either. So there's that. But shoot. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm following you and you're not following me? Ah, amazing. I love He's got to be following Dirty Sports though, right? He's I probably lo- following Trevor. I love how precious we are with our getting follows. It's so pathetic. Well, I mean, dude, I followed him. I followed him when he tweeted at me today. Because now the 420 is over. I'm just like, everybody's in. Yeah, that's a good follow. He takes yeah. a picture of you, comes out, supports your show. But shoop, you're not following Prano back? Yeah, I'm, dude, he tweeted at me today and he doesn't follow me? That's, this, is, this is some questionable behavior. <laughs> but I also, uh, I don't like, uh, you know... I do it every once in a while, but like I'm not trying to be the guy that like every compliment that you get on Twitter, like you get fucking retweet it. You know what I mean? You gotta pick. You gotta pick your spots. Yeah, I did. Shoop. Apparently, I picked the right spot. Shoop doesn't even follow me. <laughs> you sure he listens to Dirty Sports, or is he just a Joe Prano fan? Dude, he was talking about the Kobe Bryant shot challenge. He was like, uh, the, his friend was like, "You got a podcast?" He's like, "He's been telling me about it." Yeah, he's a dirt ball. He's like, "I'm a big dirt ball." 
Yeah. I wonder if it follows dirty sports. Shoot, what's happening? <laughs> Look it up. This is, by the way, our 400th episode. We haven't oh, even yeah. announced it. We haven't it. even talked about it. Doesn't follow me if that makes you feel better. Our 400th episode. And we're learning that people who supposedly like us don't even follow us. That's the most dirty sports thing ever. We made it 400, though. Follows dirty sports. Okay, that's good. Good job, Shoop. You can follow us now. We're giving you so much airtime. Um, did you think you'd make it 400, Prano? No. I definitely don't think I'll make it five. Between now and 500, this whole thing's going to collapse. You say this every time. Prano predicts. Yeah. You might still be here. I'm not going to be here. I won't be on the 500th. You're full of shit. I can almost guarantee it. Why do you say that? That's just... I just I just sense bad things. That's kind of dick. You came at me today. You were trolling me on Twitter. Like I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> but dude, oh, we want to air this out now. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. You were trolling me. I was like, what, "You troll me all the time." You go for jugulars, dude. That's the difference between us, dude. I don't hold on. I don't go personal. I could no, go no, personal. No, 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 I could no. go personal with you on shit, but I won't. No, but the thing is, is you, you like. I I, t- I call you called me and I was like, dude, you need a nap. Like, we're, yeah, I, I called you because you're fucking you're going at me on Twitter. With- <laughs> I didn't go at you on Twitter at all. I posted a poll and then you fucking and then you're like, take the L, fam. You eat chili. I'm like, what is the L? You're like, where are the L chain tonight? You're gonna be wearing it with fucking beans in your mouth, you chili eating son of a bitch. I was like, what is happening? I was like, Ruther, you need a fucking nap. I was I was literally sitting at the bar. I was like, Brian, look at this. Ruther's losing his mind, and. I mean, like, you just wouldn't stop. And then you're replying. I was like, you're spending 200 characters for, like, because I ate fucking chili on spaghetti Because you enjoyed that time. chili. Admit this I on the show. I fucking you enjoy it. that chili. I saw the FaceTime. You were enjoying the chili. I, I was, saw it live. I was enjoying why did Mikey, why did, why, my, why did your brother Mikey call me? Because he knew how much you were enjoying that chili. No. And we need visual <laughs> documentation. You enjoy chili on spaghetti noodles. I do not. I can say for a fact I do not. I don't even know what, what like I don't even know what we're arguing about. You're telling me what food I like because like, I saw you enjoy <laughs> it. I saw you enjoy that chili. I was enjoying the fact that my brother was fucking hilarious enough to go, dude. You take one fucking bite. Like I, he put. He's like, you want to try this fucking chili? I was like, sure. I'll take a fucking bite. I take a bite. Boom. The FaceTime's out. He's fucking FaceTiming Ruther. I was like, all right. I got caught eating some fucking chili and enjoying it, was, it for the record. I was not enjoying it. But no one was forcing you to eat it. That's all I want you You're to admit. You're right. No one was forcing me to eat it. So Just you, hunger was so, forcing me so to eat it. So you're a hypocrite. Yeah, That's all I, I'm saying. But I said... I know I'm a hypocrite. I just want you to admit that you have shat on chili on I've spaghetti. I've shit on fucking Taco Bell, too. But like every once in a while, you fucking eat... I eat ass. That doesn't mean I'm fucking going to the grave for it. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean it's good. I don't think ass is delicious. I'll eat it. Yeah. You know? When the circumstance calls for it's it. It's in right now, by the way. What's in right now? Eating ass? And comics talking about it, I've noticed. Yeah. I've seen a lot of comics do bits on eating ass. Mostly black comics. Anyway, that's that's beyond, that's besides the point. Prano. That was my point. You know, things happen one time. Things it doesn't fucking mean everything. That's why I was like, dude, yeah, but, you're just going to come at me. Yeah, but but you, but again. Well, by the way, speaking of which, we're going back to Christie's, you, so take it easy. You would go, you go for the jugular. I don't go for the personal jugular. I've said this before, and I've always said it, and my my friends know, my family's know, unprovoked attacks will be, like, it's like Pearl Harbor. Like, you sneak attack Pearl Harbor, dude, we're going to fucking bomb your entire country. 
Like we're gonna drop fucking Hold atom bombs. Hold on a second. Hold on sitting, a second. We're just sitting over here, being Hawaii. You're gonna come kamikaze, bro. We're atom bombing your country. Agree or disagree that you would do? You would go to places that I would never go. On yeah, your- but unprovoked because, attacks. Because, no, unprovoked no. attacks. You cannot just come at me. I'm just sitting there making a fucking Cincinnati joke because they took a dump at the end of the game, and you're you're telling me I gotta wear the L chain. I'm like, fuck you, bro. I'm Gloves saying, are off now. I'm saying you have to own up that you. You like just chili. came into my house and punched me in the face. I no. don't like chili on <laughs> spaghetti. You do. I saw the visual. I saw the video. You were thoroughly enjoying yourself. And I wish we had. I, it's a shame that it was on FaceTime, not an actual video recording. I know. Because I would love to show the dirt balls. I'd love to show the dirt balls some videos too. You were, you, were, you, you were putting that food in your mouth and you had such a happy look on your face. And I believe at one point you even said the words, God damn, I wish I had some Skyline right now to top this off. Skyline is literally one of the worst things I've ever eaten. Uncooked, like they, they put fucking raw onions on them. What the hell is ha- what the hell was happening? But back, did to- you see? By the way, we also got tagged in multiple. T- did you see the shit brown <laughs> and green fucking St. Patty's Day? Yeah, I didn't comment. There? I didn't comment on that. <laughs> Fuck you, Trevor. <laughs> Fuck you. Along with all the other dirt balls, like, like I'm the spokesperson. I've said you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Look you at were- this. <laughs> fucking these <laughs> Pearl Harboring me over chili right now. And I've said this time. Hold on. I've said this time and time again. Right. If I had to choose between one chili establishment in the city of Cincinnati, between Gold Star and Skyline, I would take Gold Star. So I'm not this giant advocate of Skyline chili. I like the thicker meat, I mean, which, is, is which is Gold Star. Yeah, pull that clip. <laughs> I like my meat thick and brown and spicy. But you're out of control with how you handle things. That's all I'm saying. Dude. Once I, you I, weren't ready for me to call you because I was pissed off. I answered. <laughs> I, it, it took you about twenty rings. Yeah, because I was walking out of the bar that I was at, so I'm fucking having myself a Sunday fun day, watching some basketball. I got, and then I'm like, ah, some guy's losing his mind on me on Twitter, and I was like, it's Ruther. <laughs> I was like, it's Ruther. I'm just saying. This dude just got back from Vegas. He's sitting at home watching Xavier basketball and attacking me over some fucking chili tweets. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? But re- you know why, though, because you refuse to admit when you're wrong. That's what it boils there down to. There was no right. There's no <laughs> right or wrong here. Yes, there is. You know you enjoyed that chili. You thoroughly enjoyed that chili. I, I st- I'm not going to repeat it. I'm going to do you. I'm going to do you the solid of not repeating what I said. But oh, you know, we make mistakes in life, and sometimes like you do it. I I'm not saying you're a fucking. You know, I'm not saying you're a bad person because you made a mistake one time. Yeah, but I'm not the only one who's made that mistake. That's my point. Of what? Eating chili or dropping? Dropping an N-word here or there. <laughs> I'm just saying. We, we both have. We we're going both... back to the scene of the crime. I'm worried about. I'm, are you worried about if you were back in that Waffle House Christie's parking lot tomorrow or Tuesday? No. That some hateful things are going to come back at you? No. I'm going to use all the great N-words I know. Like, these are some nice people. <laughs> I'm going to use all the great N-words I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, Prano. I'm I've just said it before. I'll say it again. Trevor, I bet you Trevor knows. Don't fucking unprovoked attack Joe Prano or the, or be prepared for the wrath. Because what, here's the, because this is why. You, this is where you and I are different. You will go for the jugular. Yeah. And you know deep down I'm not going to unleash things on you that I could. I, I'm Because I have respect for us as friends and co-hosts of a podcast. I, uh, when, I, when I throw bombs, 
I'm prepared for anything that may come back to me. You're a sick individual, Joe. That's the way. My brother and my friends used to do too. Like Mikey would always like he'd do some shit. Like oh, he'd said you know I'd walk in. We used to share a room. I'd walk in a room. He'd set it up like he put a cup over the door, some water in it. I would walk in, water. I'd punch him square in the dick. He'd be like, "What the fuck? Yeah, I got water on you." I'm like, "Yeah, dude," because I'm just sitting here having my fucking day, and suddenly out of nowhere. Completely unprovoked, I got a cup of water on my head. No, that's a fucking Pearl Harbor situation. Punch you in the dick. I mean, this is a pretty drastic. Yeah, there is. You're comparing water on you to Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Unprovoked attacks will be met with all of the okay. fury. So you, so you want me to go full nuclear on you right back? Unpro- in the future. Yeah, unprovoked attacks. You want me to go full nuclear? Sure. Even if I unprovoke you and then you come back at me, you want me to go full nuclear? Dude. I'm just you got, saying. You got to do what you got to do. If you declare war, then war's on. You're, you're, you're like one of these people that's like, uh, fucking, uh, I don't know if this Dude, you, you just came at me for no reason. No reason whatsoever. I didn't come at you for no reason. You come at me all the time for no reason. I do not. Yes, you do. Dude, could you, do, do you want to read the tweets? Like, you aren't like, uh, like, I thought we were still joking. We're like two tweets in. We're still joking. You're like, dude, you ate chili one time. I go, yeah, I also took 40 shots one time. Doesn't mean it's a good idea. Like, oh, we're going back and forth. Then, <laughs> fucking diatribe about this is what you do. You refuse to wear the L chain. You're going to be wearing that L chain tonight. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I was like, I'm going to end this. It, I'm going I'm to end this the way fucking we ended World War II. I'm dropping an atom bomb. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, but. You, that, that taken out of context, yeah. You dropping an atom bomb like that, I could do this. We could both do the same to each other and just basically shit on each other's careers, Prano. Yeah, is that what you want to do? No, I, I, <laughs> I'm not unprovoked attacking you. I was. I'm not sitting there watching the Xavier game and going like, oh, I should tweet just, it. Then why don't you just text me and say, all right, bro, chill out over there, and then I say, okay, cool. What, what now? I owe you some sort of a respectful, like, like dismount from your own war. I mean, really, I'm getting a text from my buddy who was in Vegas. What the fuck happened to Xavier Ruther? And Goldberg's on it now too. Great, <laughs> unreal. All right, Prano. Four hundred episodes. I'm just saying, be careful. You know, you we riff. There's an escalation process. You know, you want to fucking get you like when you get fucking when you go for somebody, you be prepared. You don't punch somebody in the face and then be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So this is the tweet that triggered you, for lack of a better term. I said there's video evidence of you willingly eating it, but I guess that doesn't matter in your typical refuser to ta- refusal yeah. to see, take see, it out. Now, now, now we're on hold some on, sort of typical refusal, fucking- which is true. Yeah. It's pointless to engage when evidence only matters when it fits your argument. Yeah. Like, you got pretty serious over chili. I did. So then I was like, I have video evidence of some things. That doesn't mean that it's a fucking fact. But so do I. I have just the same argument you're coming at me. I have evidence of things, too. But you know what? They're going to remain on my computer. Because I'm going to be civil about this. I don't even know what you could possibly have on me. Like, I've, like... I got some things. <laughs> okay. We have some things that could possibly be released for a fee in the future. This is now going to be called the blackmail. Dude, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, this, this Dude, I got, I got a text message. 
from somebody asking how much to Venmo they would have to Venmo me for that video. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I would never do that. Doesn't mean I won't allude to it to make you stop tweeting at me. But I would never allude to things on you. Well, you can allude to anything you want on that forgotten podcast. I don't even know what podcast this is. You know, San Francisco. Dude, that wasn't even about me. I was protecting somebody else. No, you're protecting yourself. Well, from what? You don't even remember that podcast because you were hammered. No, I don't. But it's going to remain, you know, you know, the argument. Dude, I'm not worried about anything that was said in that. Bullshit, you're not. No. Or would have released it. I think we said retard a bunch. There were some other words said. We'll just leave it out there. That's all I'm saying. And I would never unleash that. Unless they signed. Same thing for my video. If you want things, you can get the videos or audio of these Trevor's things. just going to have his fucking camera out in uh, in the parking <laughs> lot of Christie's this weekend and just start making money. I'm just saying. Because Christie's, I have a feeling you're going to get that fucking sentimental feeling as you walk from there, from there to that hotel. Non-disclosure and a money payment. They could never release anything. Then, then we're talking. What it's, a like we- the, it's like the Wu-Tang album. Yes. Yeah. What's what's Scarelli doing? Scarelli? Scarelli? Joe Scarelli. What's he doing with that now? I th- last I heard, I think it's it's like handed over to the government. Because he owes the government money. Yeah, like because the, the government got that and they got like a Little Wayne album too. That never got released. Because he had it. He had bought a Little Wayne album as well. Man. So like, I think the government has it, huh? That's I'm crazy. hoping Bill Murray took the game off tonight because he's stealing it. Because apparently there was a clause that Bill Murray can steal it from him or something. I don't know if that's hearsay. All right. That's the 400th episode. We did well, it. I was thinking about the 400th episode when we were talking about it before. You are like, I, I said 400. Look, we're not going to make a whole big deal. And you know why I was thinking about it? Because we're so close to such a bigger milestone. 420? The 420 episode. We got to do something big for 420. I think we should be in like, obviously, I think. I think you know what I want to like, do? Can like I a be... weed farm. No, this is what I want to do. And that's cool. I want to get a current or former athlete who is 100% down to just get baked. Big baby. <laughs> out of their mind with us on an episode. That's interesting. What do you think? For 420. We should have. We should get Ricky Williams on the 420th episode. <laughs> I'm down. I just You made me sign up for fucking Ricky Williams Super Bowl party, which no one ever went to. And now I got fucking emails coming out the ass yeah, from Ricky Williams. Like me too. Fucking messages. You got to hit those unsubscribe, dude. Rick, Ricky Williams is apparently up on Lincoln tonight fucking giving massages and having and fucking in the in the uh, sleep deprivation tanks and shit. Sensory deprivation. Yeah, whatever. We need an athlete to just get baked. I don't know who's done that. I don't. Has any podcast done that where they just get baked with an athlete for a whole episode, and we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want? I'm putting it out there right now, everybody. Ricky Williams is literally on Lincoln Boulevard in Venice tonight. I'm putting it out there. Oh, he's there tonight. Yeah, everybody. What's he doing tonight? A party? Dude, I just deleted the message because I don't. I mean, fucking signed up for fucking. He's, he's got to live out here. I Ricky saw Ricky. Williams I saw emails. Ricky Williams by the bus stop. Oh, he takes a bus. I don't know if he takes Join the bus. me tonight at Mystic Journey 
Astrologic, a weekly workshop with Ricky Williams. I'll be back at Mystic Journey tonight hosting my weekly astrology workshop. Last week, I covered archetypes, the language of life, part one. Come join me tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. What's the cost on that? That's the problem. I don't think Ricky Williams would walk in the smut shack for free. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I think he would if we talk. If we say we're going to tell people about his archaeology fucking astrological weekly workshop with Ricky Williams. I want. I mean, is this every week? I want it. He's right by us then. He's eight blocks away. I want an athlete in the smut shack getting baked out of their mind with all three of us. We can book an astrology reading with him. Astrology reading with him. How much? Uh, I mean, this is it. Fucking dude, it's on class pass. You can book an astrology reading with him? 500 bucks. I'm not paying 500 bucks for that shit. I love Ricky Williams, but come on. 90 minutes to two hours long. Can happen That's on basically s- a podcast. Oh, like, and it's, sit down. And it's only Skype, FaceTime, or telephone. I don't think you can have him in person. No. Here's the deal. Everybody tweet at Ricky Williams and tell him that he has to come and spend the 420th episode of the Dirty Sports Podcast. Fucking, how long is that? 10 weeks from now? Call it eight weeks from now, two months from now. He's got to be here at the Smut Shack. He can bring his fucking yoga thing. He can sit with Ruther. You guys can talk about sensory deprivation and maybe can help with your back and shit. You know, you're good. I'm putting it out there. You want you want an athlete? I want the big time pothead. I want Ricky. Run, Ricky, run. All right, I'm looking up his Twitter feed so we can. Ricky Williams tweeted him. At Rick the Lariat? How's that pronounced? <laughs> Lariat? Rick the L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E. Laureate. Rick the Laureate. Again, it's Rick. 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 At Rick the L-A-U-R-E-A-T-E. <laughs> Laureate? Yeah. Rick, what does that mean? The l- what does that mean? It's like I mean you've heard you've heard the the word before right? It's like a speaker. This is what he's doing now. He is giving astrology readings right by us on Lincoln Boulevard. This is what he's doing. Come on, Rick. Come down to the smut shack. All right, you guys know what to do. Dirtballs, we appreciate you guys. You guys have been with us the whole way. Four hundred episodes. Four hundred. Thank you. We did it. A big part of that is iTunes reviews. <laughs> so keep dropping those iTunes reviews, ratings. You guys know what to do. Please. And uh, tweet at Ricky. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to say 400 episodes. I'm, my mind gets boggled regularly. Like my boy Shoop. How the fuck is Shoop not following me on Twitter? The dude's coming. He's bringing people. St. Patrick's Day. I, I, he asked me to go out for beers with him after the show. I didn't go. I was like, I can get back to L.A. so I can drink and not have to drive home. I don't know if he unfollowed me after I didn't do that. But, like, how do people not follow us on Twitter? How do people not rate and review on iTunes? How are people not fucking, you know, using promo code DIRTY to go to, like, are you the kind of person that doesn't go to sporting events? How have you not used a SeatGeek promo code? Are you shaving with some shitty razor? What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know how some people aren't doing the what, there's nothing that we promote. Well, there's a few things, but there's nothing we promote. <laughs> there's nothing we promote regularly that we don't believe in. Fair enough, right? 
Yes. So who the fuck isn't doing these things? Follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Follow it. Well, follow Trevor on Twitter at Trevor underscore Nickel. Uh, follow at the Dirty Sports. Not me. I don't know. I mean, look, the uh, you know your Twitter feed. It's just used for hate these days. You're just <laughs> you know, you're just causing you know the spin. The how he spins things. The Prano slippers love it. <laughs> We're gonna get you a nice. You know what's depressing? We're gonna get you a nice bowl of chili. Can I down be honest Arizona. at this point? That we've done 400 episodes, and I understand because it's my role. Here it comes, Trevor. This is why there will be no 500 <laughs> together. Right? Here it comes. No, it's like, depressing that I've learned at this point. There's Prano slurpers. There's Goldberg slurpers. Ruther slurpers are non-existent. There's none. It's like you guys each have your own crew. You got you. There's some Ruther slurpers. There's out none. There. I I disagree. I think there's a couple. They're weird. They're fucking weird. I just think they're scared to say I because you'll yell at them. Yeah, they can't even come out. That's yeah. not true at yeah. all. You, you, like there, there are Ruther slurpers who are now no longer like that. You, you've muted that you've blocked <laughs> because you're like fuck you. No, I don't mute or block that many people. Muting's basically reserved for Beverly Dilamata. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a fun ride, though, and I'm, I am looking forward to this trip uh, to Arizona. Trevor, our last trip, was an excellent driver. It's one of the few good things he yeah, does. Yeah, Trevor's quite, quite a good driver. I'm kidding, Trevor. Trevor, what are you looking forward to? Trevor, make a prediction for uh, between now and the 500th episode. Uh, like how many episodes we'll get to? No. Just, a, just like make some, I just want a bold uh, a nickel predicts. I you you definitely make it to five hundred. Oh, you think I'll be here for the five hundredth uh-huh. episode? Yeah, because I think it sneaks up on you how fast. Because I remember when like, you did the three hundred one, and that seemed like it was just. Were you interning for the three hundred? No, 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 no. But I, I remember it. Um, uh, forward. What I'm most forward looking to for Arizona. Um, I don't know everything. I'm I'm just excited for the whole trip. Christie sounds fun. Can't wait to hit that up. There's Waffle House right next to it. Oh, we'll hit that up too. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're going to hit that up. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate all the support. And you guys have been with us since day one. You know, most importantly, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>